What's going on, my friends? So Elon Musk's company, Neuralink, put a computer chip in a human brain for the first time, and it's kind of floated under the radar. Uh, we're going to talk about it today. I'll show you the tweet real quick before we start. First human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday and is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. So a lot of the mainstream media covering it saying Elon has put his Neuralink in the first human brain. What's next? I want to talk about it, get some of your comments and questions. And since it's not that long of a story, I'm going to stay around for a little bit, answer some of your questions and just talk about stuff pretty lightly. It's going to be a light episode today. Hope you guys enjoy. Dream Rare Podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Today is going to be a pretty light episode for some. To others, not so much because it is a pretty deep topic that is floating under the radar, which is Elon Musk. Uh, he has a company called Neuralink, which is trying to or successfully putting computer chips into human brains. He says he has a lot of goals. Sometimes he says he wants to heal um, issues, neuron issues. I'm, I'm not scientifically sound enough to explain, but say if someone's paralyzed or part of their body's not working or possibly dementia, Elon says he might be able to cure it with Neuralink. And a lot of the people say, oh, you're just overthinking it. Like that's all he's going to do. He's just trying to help people. But I listen to Elon Musk interviews. I actually like the guy, so and I find him interesting. He's definitely a creator in this world who's um, not boring. I think the Cybertruck is a cool, you know, aesthetics to a, a car industry that's been very stale and lame for a while. So I listen to him, and often he says that. But then sometimes he'll say, "We need to merge computers with humans because if we don't, we're going to go extinct." And I've heard a lot of different reasons for why he's doing this. He named part of the company or, or maybe part of the technology telepathy. So I don't know if he's trolling or he thinks that that will eventually happen with his computer chip. So we're gonna look at the story real quick. Let me see some of the comments. God bless you guys. Give me a thumbs up if everything's good. Then I'm gonna get into the story and then I wanna read a lot of comments. So whether you're on Facebook or YouTube, I wanna get your opinion on it. I obviously have mine, but uh, I do wanna share some other perspectives as well because I could see this going both ways, obviously. Um, Here's the story. So Elon Musk tweeted out the other day, kind of flew under the radar. The first human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday and is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. 54 million people apparently saw that on X. Everyone's covering it. Here's Scientific American. Elon Musk Neuralink has implanted its first chip in the human brain. What's next? The wealthiest person on earth has taken the next step forward of commercial brain interface. From that article, it says each wireless Neuralink device contains a chip and electrode arrays of more than 1,000 super thin flexible conductors that a surgical robot threads into the cerebral cortex. There, there the electrodes are designed to register thoughts related to motion. In Musk's vision, an app will eventually, oh my gosh, an app, really? An app will eventually translate these signals to move a cursor or product text. In short, it will enable computer control by thinking. Imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or auctioneer. That is the goal. Elon Musk wrote of his first Neuralink product, which he says he named telepathy. Um, a, a human brain controlled by an application. 
where could that possibly go wrong? I don't think we even really need to talk about it. Obviously, we'll, we will because this is a podcast and I'd be unemployed if I didn't talk about it. But, you know, it doesn't take a rocket engineer like Elon Musk or whatever he says he does. You know, <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what might happen if you allow a human brain to be controlled by an application. What's, in what's interesting about this, before I read some of your comments, you know, and I'm not blaming you or myself or humans. I, you know, I don't know what it is because I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes, you know, what catches my attention is not often the most intellectual thing or important thing, but you know, Ben Shapiro drops a rap song. It seems almost like a planted one at this point. Nicki Minaj is talking about it back and forth. I don't know. But anyway, it's like, Oh, look at that. And it's like, well, the richest guy on earth just put a computer chip in a human brain, which is like the beginning of every sci-fi nightmare movie but that doesn't necessarily get as much attention because I'm not saying it's your fault or my fault or anyone's fault. It's not Ben Shapiro's fault, although I would like to blame him because it would be funny, but it's not his fault either. You know, people would rather talk about Trump or, you know, anything rather than something like that. And I, I don't know if it's because it's so scary that no one wants to really talk about it or it just doesn't have this Kardashian angle maybe if the computer chip had a fake booty or something or some big titties and you know maybe then people would pay attention <laughs> like i'm not quite sure what it is but it doesn't seem to be getting that much press or attention and no one seems to care and you know maybe that's natural because even if you do care what can you really do you're not going to stop Neuralink. i think you could stop it from going into your own head but as far as that program it's not you know my opinion about it's not going to change. Your fear is not going to change. I don't think you should fear it or be afraid because then what's the point? You know, you're just running in circles being like, ah, you don't want to be that guy because then you'll drive yourself insane. I'll read a few comments. Uh, Darian on Facebook, thanks for being here, says, the transhuman idea not invented by Elon Musk to get humanity comfortable with the idea of merging human and AI after being part of a historic occult and possibly non-human species interbreeding and manipulating our DNA, creating these meat suits and lower thoughts. That's quite the interesting comment. Glad I read it. Thank you, Darian, for your perspective. What's interesting about Elon, too, is I, I like Elon. I find him very authentic and, and relatable. But he's very Republican now. He's he's retweeting this page I follow and wokeness. He's very upset with the border, which he has every right to be as an American citizen. He makes a lot of sense, right? And he's now come around as this guy in the tech world who's on our side because he's uh, saying all the things that we think and he's sounding the alarm to really important things. Um, and then he's just doing computer chips in human brains. I'm not saying this is why he's being authentic right now or why people like him. I'm just thinking in my head, who would reject the idea of human chips and computer brains? Who would that be to really stand up against it? It would probably be Christians and conservatives. I'm not saying they're the only ones, but at this point, I don't think liberals really think anymore. They just kind of export their thinking to other people. It's like, I'll wear one mask, I'll wear two masks, I'll wear three masks, I'll get five vaccines. It's like, whatever the pharmaceutical industry and the government tells them to do, they'll probably go along with it. So it would probably probably be conservatives and Christians and religious people that would be more skeptical of like, well, I don't know about this human computer chip brain program, but he's kind of courting those people while wearing a Baphomet suit. You know, I think that was his Twitter profile for a while. He was wearing a Baphomet suit. 
some sort of like satanic joke that he thinks it's funny. Um, I still don't dislike him or anything. I don't hate him. I, I judge him basis by basis. He's done a lot of interesting things. I'm not into the uh, electric cars, but I do think his designs are cool. With that being said, I guess I just don't have a huge uh, emotional attachment to billionaires and celebrities and politicians anymore because I've been burned so many times that I've kind of just ended up where I started. I always thought both parties were fake. Uh, I thought that that was changing and I've come to the conclusion that it's not changing and people don't care, just like they don't care about the Neuralink uh, brain plant. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to stress over it or anything, but I, I do think it's interesting that this is all rolling out. And, you know, I don't really know where it goes, but applications connected to your brain that I mean, that just seems like a nightmare waiting to happen. And, you know, maybe it's inevitable at this point, but I don't want one. I'll read a few comments and then we'll, we'll move on to other topics. Someone said, haha, on our side, just like Trump. Someone said he's a Satanist, LOL. Uh, someone said, I despised Elon from the start. Someone said, we are Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. I hear you. Lawnmower Man was a fun movie. Never heard of it. Is that really a movie? No chip for me, says Clint. I do think it is literally the end of humans in the very near future anomaly. Uh, you know, everybody always thinks that, but we, we keep chugging along. So I'm not going to give up on my fellow. I'm not going to give up on my fellow humans quite yet. We are not that different, me and you. Thank you for watching the Dream Rare podcast. This is totally not sponsored by Neuralink. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not. I promise you I would not accept a Neuralink uh, sponsorship. But I am accepting <laughs> I am accepting other sponsorships at dreamrarebiz.com. If you've ever wanted to work with Anomaly, now's the time to do it. I've ignored it for a long time and I realize every other podcast has like 10 sponsors and I've been underachieving. So, you know, I'll still be picky, but dreamrarebiz.com, D-R-E-A-M-R-A-R-E-B-I-Z.com, biz, uh, as in business, B-I-Z, dreamrarebiz.com. I'm looking for sponsorships and also if your business wants a social media marketing and consulting, if you don't understand the algorithms of Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you have a good product, but you're just not standing up to the competition or utilizing social media, now's the time I'm accepting people. I've, I've worked with multiple people in the last month and I enjoy it. When I had to do this full time and do only do social media for other people, it was annoying and I always wanted to do this. Now that I do this, uh, I'm not going to say it's annoying, but politics is getting very cyclical and stale to me. I still like my job. I appreciate that people want to listen to me, but um, yeah, I'm trying to help other businesses grow. I find it, uh, you know, fun and meaningful. So dreamrarebiz.com, check that out. Anomaly, did I watch Sticks on TimCast the other day? I don't watch TimCast. I don't listen to Sticks. So no, I, the only time I'll, I'll find clips here or there, but I've always found Tim just very uh, condescending and insufferable and not interesting or funny or charming or any of the things that you would look for in someone that you would want to listen to. Um, someone said, I sell houses in Myrtle Beach. We can work together. Possibly. You give me a few free houses, you never know. I'm just kidding, but dreamrarebiz.com. Yeah. Synthetic arms and legs. It, letting your brain connect to an app and allowing someone to control it is, is insane. Uh, it's an unbelievable step in science that I'm not really looking forward to. Thank you, Wayne. Someone said, Tim, did you dirty in every guess? Yeah, I'm over it. I just, I didn't listen to it though. 
for the, for that who was wondering. So I'll answer. I'm going to read some stuff about the Neuralink. Let me know what you think. And uh, I'm going to stay around probably for 20 to 40 minutes, hopefully not longer. Answer any questions you have or anytime you've had any thoughts or feedback for the show or anything. Now's the time to do it. It was a slow news day, but I still wanted to go live. So uh, yeah, now's the time to to get your comments in. Someone said BLM grifted you for a mansion. Well, not me. I didn't pay him, but some people. Yeah, that was a crazy time. A lockdown BLM. Nobody even notices that we're locked down. Like this is how dumb people are. Like they need to be force fed a narrative. It's like you're in your house. You can't access a gym and a far like you're like stuck there. Nobody can work or, or work out or all the sports leagues are like imploding. You know, the cruise lines getting destroyed. Airlines are just getting absolutely obliterated. The country goes full socialist. And then people are like, I don't care until the TV tells me to care about George Floyd. It's like, what about all that other stuff? And that really makes you wonder. I mean, I'm big on self-accountability and I, I believe not just for myself, but for other groups like racial groups, activist groups, political groups, religious groups. You know, you could point the finger at other groups. And in some cases, you're probably not wrong, but uh, it's the self-accountability that's lacking. Like you could be mad at another group all you want, but if you're not even smart enough or honest enough to figure out like when you're stuck in your house and you need another narrative, you know, it's like it's not everyone else's fault. It's your fault. And that goes for my group, too. I'm not just blaming others. Like I see a lot of people they notice that they're getting taken advantage of by multiple political and religious groups. But it's like, why? Why are we being taken advantage of? It's because people allow it. People get Stockholm syndrome in both parties on all sides where they become in love with the the, the master. You know, they're, they're in love with the people that are doing the most damage. And there's not really much you could do if that's how people kind of see activism and politics. So what what can you really do other than Try to live a fulfilling life. Be the best version of yourself you could be. Be the change in the world. For those who subscribe on Patreon or Facebook, I'm going to put it up on Facebook soon, but it's on Patreon right now. Yesterday, I talked to Steve Smith. Steven Smith, he's the... Hold on, I wrote it down because I don't remember his official title. He's the head of industrial design for Donda and Yeezy. He's one of Kanye's like longest-term employees. He's, he's a shoe designer who ended up helping Yeezy design the Yeezy shoes. And uh, he's been a friend of mine for a minute, but I've never chatted with him. We were talking about how, you know, when Ye or Kanye West, when he made those shoes, he was making them. And this is all on patreon.com slash rare talk. If, if you're uh, there, you get this full interview. If not, I'll probably just post a few clips and then keep it behind that paywall. But he was saying essentially that when he was designing with Kanye for the Yeezys, it was so expensive that he was like, you're not, this is not, it's too much. And, and Kanye was like, I don't care how much it costs. I want it to be good. And most shoe companies, they don't do that. They're like, how do we put it in a box and make the most profit off it? Same with every building that you see. Like, it's not like, oh, let's build something beautiful, like these amazing, uh, you know, train stations in India that Britain built, or like a lot of American architecture from the 1900s. Everybody's just trying to make money and scam each other. It's like, how do we make something ugly and put everybody in a box and just make the most, like, everyone's exploiting each other? So, you know, the point that I was getting at. In this day and age, when everything is becoming very ugly and fake and nobody is making anything great anymore, one way to stand out is to, to try to create beautiful art or make something great because no one's doing it. Back in the day, I think that was like the goal was everybody was trying to make, make things beautiful and amazing. Someone said that's capitalism. 
Uh, I wouldn't blame capitalism. And to be honest, I wouldn't even blame socialism. Like, you know, the right will blame socialism for that. The left will blame cap capitalism. I think it's a lack of morals. And I don't think capitalism works without morals. And socialism certainly doesn't work without morals. And if you have immoral, uh, immoral society, it doesn't matter if it's capital capitalist or, or socialist. Um, you don't like anybody, you know? And I think that there are certain business codes that do incentivize scamming people and it's not right. So, you know, I'm not one of these people that's going to just blame one or the other. I, I think this country and the world at this point, they don't value beauty that much. And to be honest, I'm not a socialist and I'm not a communist. I, I do think that cap capitalism is a better system and free market. However, I will say, if you look in this world, like countries that have a strong government like Saudi Arabia and you know they're you might not like what they're doing but they're trying to build things they're trying to be different they're they're using their money and i think it stems from liking your own people you know i wouldn't call it nationalism some would but like if you like your people and you don't like hate people then you want to create great things for people with your money whether it's capitalist or socialist but in america we're, we're run by people who literally hate us so they don't feel the need to do anything nice for anybody everything's ugly because it's just like screw these people but that's why when it comes to immigration and demographics it's not saying everybody can't live in peace because i think it's possible and, and you shouldn't hate people but you know when you are so diverse and you don't have anything in common, it's hard to find something to, to come together over. And in, in these companies or countries, rather, <laughs> you can call it a company, but in Saudi Arabia, it's like they're Saudi Arabian, they're Muslim, they're not hiding it. It's not random. It's, it, you know, there's not a lot of diversity of, you know, all of these things. You can go there, but they're not trying to be anything else but what they are. And I don't think it's coincidental that they feel the need. I'm not saying they do a perfect job or anything, but you look at a lot of people that are thriving in sports and, and building. It's not America anymore like it used to be. And I wouldn't necessarily blame capitalism, but I would blame. Um, I wouldn't even blame just like immigration. It's just like th there's a lot of factors going on, but this country, we, we don't like each other and there's no like national cohesive assimilation where everyone's on the same page trying to crush with each other. Um, even in China, I mean, they've tried to build a lot of stuff, but then they tore a lot of it down because economically they didn't figure it out right. But you see certain countries are striving for greatness and they're using their government power to try to make better things. Um, you don't see that in this country very often anymore. And, I, you know, this country isn't even capitalist now. It's like you could call it pseudo capitalist and pseudo socialist, but we, we have money. We're just not using it to build great things because the people running our country hate us. It doesn't matter what the political system is. If the people running the country hate us, you know, that's what people need to figure out. And then people need to figure out why do they hate us? Why do the people running the country hate us? There's a reason for everything. And most people don't want to dive that deep. And if you figure out why, you know, you're just going to get in more trouble. So it's sometimes not worth the trouble for people to figure out why they hate us. But, you know, we have the money. We're just sending it to Ukraine. Why are we sending it to Ukraine? Well, the people that run the country hate Russia. Why do they hate Russia? The people that are running the country wanted to start that war for the last 10 years. Why? You know, there's, there's a reason why for everything. And I think the further you go and figure it out, the, the more um, disconnected you're going to be with the two-party system because there's tribalism that's allowed in Democrats and Republicans, but it's not necessarily like that real it's just like very like 
our guys are going to do it and they're really not. So one thing I saw today on Twitter was a Rick Rennell. I talked about him the other day. He was some sort of national intelligence director for Trump. And, you know, he seems very neocon and very establishment to me, but he seems like a likable guy or whatever. He tweeted out a response to a New York Post uh, article. And the New York Post article was talking about Elon Musk moving his business. And he's and he responds to it and he says, you know, Gavin Newsom's ruining California. But if you read the article or if you pay attention to why Elon's moving his business, Right now, it has nothing to do with California. His business was in Delaware, and a Delaware judge is screwing Elon Musk. So the whole article, it doesn't even mention California once. And I, I don't, I'm not saying California is great. I'm just saying the whole premise of what's going on there is Elon needs to move his business from Delaware. It's about Delaware. But Rick Rennell blames California without even reading the article. And 90% and of people in the comments are just agreeing with him. Because they're also not reading the article. I think there was one comment that said it, this article doesn't have to do with uh, California; it has to do with Delaware. But that's the level, like that's rewarded in political tribalism. It's not getting to the like if you get to the root of problems, the Republican Party will hate you. You have to just like play dumb and do like surface level generic babble. And same with the left wing. So I feel like, um, you know figuring out why these things are happening is the key to figuring out what's going on but you don't get rewarded for going deep you you get in trouble you know what i'm saying if you're a democrat if you go too deep you're not going to be a democrat anymore and they'll hate you if you work in corporate america and you get to the truth they'll hate you if you're a republican and you like trump you can only dig so far once you get to the truth they'll hate you also and you know so it's like a lot of people, they, they purposely don't want to figure stuff out or they just follow people that tell them that they're figuring stuff out. It's interesting, but someone said he shouldn't even have a company. He's got a few. Someone said Biden owns Delaware. He's definitely from there. I'm sure he has a lot of uh, political power. Let's see. Someone said. That capitalism with socialism equals communism and then socialism without capitalism equals fascism. The problem is people have been raised to not be capable of independence by the very written definition of the word independent. Yeah, and I, I think I, as someone that I have preferences with political ideology, like I do think certain systems work better. This is what no one will admit. No one right wing that's into socialism or communism or fascism or like libertarianism or republicanism or any of the isms. What people won't admit is it, it matters who is in your country. And if the people in your country are not like ideal or, or God fearing or, or, or willing to act right or willing to build families and do the things that have worked for thousands of years, then your country's going to suck whether you do communism, socialism, capitalism, fascism. It, like it, None of it matters. It, it depends on the quality of your uh, country. And I could say this like with libertarian values, right? If you had a, a, a town of 100,000 people that had strong families, that didn't commit crimes, that didn't hate their neighbors, that followed biblical principles, not perfect people, but people that weren't just out committing petty crimes and doing gang violence and crazy stuff, it doesn't matter whether you have 100,000 cops or zero cops. You could be libertarian in a society where everybody acts right. But if you take that libertarian ideology to the south side of Chicago, it's not going to work. You know, the people there are not acting right. They're killing each other over nothing. They're gang violence everywhere. They're, you know, people looting stores and then the stores move out. You know, you could have 100,000 cops there 
and it might be better, but you'd, you'd be better off in a, in a town with a hundred thousand moral people than in an area where not everyone's immoral, but there's the immorality rules, the, the law of the land. So, you know, I'm not against cops. Um, by any means but it's like you you don't need that many cops when the people act properly in your country like you didn't if you go to like los angeles in the bad areas of los angeles there's bars everywhere if you go to the suburbs they don't have bars on their windows but they might start needing them now because it's not the country you grew up in 30 years ago you 30 years ago the suburbs you're not getting robbed now you are you know you shouldn't need bars on your windows but they put them there because people don't act right in certain areas so you know, I think political ideology in some cases is overrated. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but, you know, bring the greatest political philosophy to the worst neighborhood in America. And it doesn't matter. You could send 100,000 cops there. You could send a billion dollars there, a trillion dollars there. Zuckerberg could build schools. LeBron James could do stuff. It's not going to change, you know, like it might over time get slightly better, but it's a uh, capitalism, socialism, all these things. It does none of them will work if the net sum of the people in your country are not willing to follow morality, or at least try to. Or you know, it's going to break down, and it already has broken down. So I think at this point, the only thing that would work in this country is strong law enforcement. I think you don't need that strong of law enforcement when you have a country that acts properly, but when you don't. You know, the only way to really turn that around is like, unfortunately, strong law enforcement. And if you don't believe that's true, you know, go to San Francisco. They don't believe that. Look at the it's falling apart. They have all these great liberal ideas that just don't work, you know, and they don't work because the people there don't act right. And when you don't act right and you let people not act right, they just keep doing it. So, you know, it's like that's that's where things are going, in my opinion. We're, we're going to need stronger law enforcement and i'm not someone that thinks that that should be necessary but i don't live we don't live in a perfect world and uh this country is far from perfect and there's a lot of things dividing people now and, and no one could get on the same page so someone said million dollar homes in san francisco probably getting robbed someone said i'm glad clint manned up a bit since last time i was worried he actually had some good takes uh, because there was a little room in his brain free of Trump for some actual originality. Well, I told I told Clint before he comes on, I said, be a man this time. Don't be a woman. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, Clint's a, a good guest. You know, we don't agree on everything, but it's healthy. And uh, I don't remember what he said the last time that you're referring to, but I'll tell him that you think he wasn't being a man because I think it's funny and I'll play along and call him a woman. What is a woman? We well, need to ask Matt Walsh. What is a woman? I'm not sure. I need a documentary. What is a moon landing? Is it, you know, how real is it, Matt Walt? <laughs> what is a moon? That's the new documentary. He's going to debunk that. Someone wrote in my comment section. I thought they were joking, but they were like, Matt Walsh is going to say that eventually, like once he gets ratioed on that, that, uh, that he was being sarcastic. And I was like, no, he's not like, it, it's fine. I'm not mad at Matt. I thought it was fun, but like he's saying, you know, the moon landing was real and no one should question it he's not being sarcastic, but people flock to my comments and we're like, anomaly, you don't understand. He's just being sarcastic. And that's the downside of being too sarcastic. Like I, you know, I had a friend one time that he was like too sarcastic where he was joking like 90% of the time. And it's like, I couldn't tell if he was joking or not. Like, you know, it's like at that point, you're just kind of like a clown. Like what, who are you? I, it's confusing. So with Matt, I, I don't dislike Matt Walsh, but I don't watch him enough to know how he is. Like, I guess he's so sarcastic that even when he says something totally serious, like he thinks the moon landing's real, 
his audience will be like, no, you don't understand. That's just a sarcasm. And it's like, it's not though. I'm not like, I don't dislike Matt Walsh. I don't, I understand his sarcasm, but when you're too sarcastic, I think sometimes people can't tell whether you're being like real or not. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the lines of like, whether you're joking or not become blurred where I didn't get that at all. And I think most people, they knew he wasn't being sarcastic, but I, I just thought it was funny. Someone told me that that would happen. And then it did happen. MP said, we are trying to rebuild a house starting with the roof. We need to fix the foundation first, ourselves, our family, our neighborhoods. Then we can focus on government and the national level. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. And uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, this country, it's going to be real tough to, to fix things. But I, I think it's possible. Someone said, audio is dropping in and out. Is it you or is it me? That's a damn shame what the audio's gone to for users like me and talkers like you. Never mind. Um, someone said Matt Walsh is a washed up bootleg crowder. I, I don't think that. I, I wouldn't say that, but to each their own. <laughs> uh, who's worse, USA or Canada? It's a good question. I don't know. Each, each country has their own unique issues to deal with. Um, Someone said, been good, I'm in Maine. Yeah, I think places far away from everyone else will continue to be fine, probably. Just got to move somewhere. Someone said, normie conservatives like Matt Walsh bore me. Yeah, like I can't put, like I like Matt in a lot of ways. Like I think he's pretty uh, honest, you know, and I, I do, I honestly think he can be funny sometimes, but I don't, I wouldn't say I, I watch his show, you know, I'm not mad at him or anything, but like the normie, like I'm, you know, and then it comes to like certain topics and you're like, that's crazy. I think that they're all playing a game over there, you know, like at the Daily Wire, not all of them, but most of them, you know, they're basically just like gatekeepers of a certain foreign policy. So Matt Walsh has to be like, what is a woman? But then when it comes to the country that must not be named, he has to play stupid or like, you know, I mean, just take like zuckerberg versus like holly people are like what do you think of josh holly like he's a he's a phony but like he, ted cruz grilling zuckerberg like all i see is like two puppets just yelling at each other and people are like ted cruz is mad ted cruz is not mad he's an actor he's acting you know he's putting on an act because he knows the cameras are on so he's like i'm mad at you mark zuckerberg he doesn't talk like that he's just acting you know but uh you know they made some good points and other points they didn't make well everyone's mad at Ilhan Omar now, rightfully so. She's annoying. And, the, and they're making a good point. You know, she's talking about what's best for Somalia in America, right? And everyone's saying, Ilhan Omar, if you want to do what's best for Somalia, go back to Somalia. And I don't necessarily disagree, but here's the thing. There's a certain country called Israel that lots of Republicans have dual citizenship to. Lots of Republicans care just as much, if not more, about that country than America. And they're passing speech laws to say that it's anti-Semitism to even say that a single person has dual loyalty. So, you know, everything they say about Ilhan Omar can be applied to them, but they'll never tell you that because they're in on it. It's two sides of the same coin, and they just accuse Ilhan Omar of things that they literally do themselves. And, you know, they're actually more guilty than Ilhan Omar because she's not passing hate speech laws to make it illegal to say that she's doing that. You could say go back to Somalia, and that's not a hate speech law that Trump and DeSantis passed. But if you say that a single person has dual loyalty, then that is a hate speech law, and it's being passed through legislation by all Republicans because they're compromised. And the second that you figure it out that they're all phony, right-wing press is going to write articles about you and call you anti-Semitic. So, 
you know, you can only be right wing if you're a double standards phony hypocrite. But the second that you're not a double standards phony hypocrite and you see it for what it is, everybody on the right wing will hate you. So that's what those people are really there for. You know, most of the people at the Daily Wire, they're just there to gatekeep uh, narratives that actually matter, be hypocrites, have double standards, and once in a while get a rapper to elevate them so people can forget about their horrible takes on, on a foreign war that nobody liked them for for three months. It's like, you know, I've cracked the code. I figured it out. And most people can't or don't want to, or, or they are figuring it out and it's happening slowly. I'm not really sure, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to stress myself out trying to wake people up and, and convince people. But it's like when I'm right, I know I'm right. So I don't really care what they think, but all, everything they complain about is like what they're also doing. So it's like they, their whole big tech meeting. It's like, it's like listening to Sean Hannity talk about jazz music. It's like listening to Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz talk about technology is like listening to, you know, Mark Levin talk about like, you know, juvenile rap song. It's like I don't go to those places for that type of information because it's just not where <laughs> what I want, you know. Someone said exactly hypocrisy. And that's what kind of bummed me out about the Republican Party is like I for maybe I was naive or I just couldn't figure stuff out. But for a couple of years, it bothered me that Democrats were such hypocrites, the double standards like they're so fake. I don't like fake things like stop being so fake, you know. And then I realized that all these Republicans, they're also just as fake, like they're also hypocrites. They also have double standards. It, you know, it's weird. It, it's very strange. So now I'm like, whatever. I'm back to where I was five years ago. Like they're both fake when it comes to um, like I, I put up a Twitter poll because I was just interested in what people said. Let, let me let me read it real quick so I know exactly what I said. I said, uh, who do you think spends more time and energy making sure to ballot harvest ballots legally during election season to make sure that people vote in record numbers? I said, Democrat activists and Republican activists. 92.6% of people said that they think that Democrat activists will do more ballot harvesting legally than Republican activists. That means only 7% of my audience thinks that Republican activists are doing that. And you have to ask yourself why. I figured out why. Democrat activists, I'm not saying they're good people. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they know what they're doing or not, but Democrat activists, there's a lot of grifters. There's a lot of liars. There's a lot of people fundraising. But on average... I think that people that are interested in Democrat politics, and I'm not blaming you or blaming anybody, I'm just observing. Uh, if you're interested in Democrat politics, there's millions of people around the country that you've never even heard of, probably younger kids. They're activists for the Democratic Party, and what they're doing is grassroots stuff, ballot harvesting, going around, knocking on doors, doing things that most people wouldn't want to do because they're being told from their organizers here's how to win an election. You want to win the election? Do these five things. When you think of Republican activists, I could think of one person off the top who actually does this stuff. His name is Scott Presler. Scott Presler does things to win elections. He's the only one. Everyone else, I know a lot of Republican activists, but what are the Republican activists doing? They're doubling, pretending to be journalists. They're pretending to do what I do. They're influencers. They do speaking gigs. They go to Turning Point. They go on podcasts. And I'm not saying to not do podcasts, but Democrat activists, activists figure out how to win elections through methods. Republican activists literally just suck money out of you and then say the election was stolen because they're not doing 
grassroots work to actually win the election. They're just milking you dry and running you in circles and turning you into more bigger extremists, like extremely obsessed with Donald Trump and not understanding how politics actually works. So Democrat activists work to win election. Republican activists work to lose elections because when they lose, they can just raise more money off saying they lost. They're like all like Stacey Abrams to me, all these Republican accounts that I follow. So, you know, people don't want to hear that, but it's like, I think that that's personally, that's what's happening. And, um, you know, I'm not a Republican activist. I'm a registered Republican. I vote. I'm a news analyst. I analyze the news. I don't think many people do that. I think it's a specific um, genre. And, uh, you know, I would say you, there's utility there. But, you know, most Republican activists, they just kind of like push out Republican propaganda and pro-Trump propaganda and they don't question anything and they get mad at people who question stuff. And, and But they're not doing anything to like win the actual election. They're not making convincing content. They're not waking people up. They're not doing grassroots activism. Like they're doing, they're really just self-serving. Um, so let me know what you guys think. I've talked about it. Just looking at the way things are going, I, I think Trump's going to lose by like five or six points. I'm starting to see polls now saying that other people are saying other. I don't really care what the polls say, but I, I, I do think that Republicans underestimate how many people are really working overtime to stop Republicans like on in every city, like they really know what they're doing. And the Republican Party, they're basically just like having Trump Mar-a-Lago dinners, you know, like that's where the focus is on the Republican Party. It's like, Let's listen to Carrie Lake say the election was stolen. Let's listen to Mike Lindell. Let's listen to Donald Trump. Let's let's get them on. The, and like, there's millions of Democrats that are not doing that. Like, they're like, where are their big rallies? Well, they're not rock stars. They're they're in neighborhoods trying to ballot harvest. They they're they're doing election, um, you know, things that work for elections. Like they're not they're not hanging out. Like they go to Taylor Swift concerts, not Trump concerts. And there's way more people. There's way more of them than there are of you. You just don't know it yet. Because you think that because Joe Biden doesn't pull big crowds that no one's going to vote for him, but they're figuring out how to get the votes. And you're just idol worshiping people that could literally care less about winning because they know if they lose, they don't have to take accountability. Someone said the RNC is useless. It's, you know, it, it's been it's been useless. I think Ronna, Romney McDaniel is not great at it, but also, you know, for the better or worse, Trump has captured the Republican Party. Like, if you don't just do whatever Trump says, you're screwed. If you're an advisor that says, hey, Trump, it would make more sense to do this, you're done. So the whole part, like Trump is swallowing up the party. And I don't know that he necessarily cares about winning stuff, you know, and I don't think anyone does. So he endorsed Ronda McDaniel also when she's already had a proven terrible track record. So it's become like, and this is interesting, too, because. With Trump, he's always been a celebrity, right? He's always been rich. He's always been famous. He's always been cool. He's always been a social guy. He went to UFC events. He hung out with rappers. Like Trump is that dude. He's cool. He's turned Republican politics into a giant hangout. Every friend that I have that's basically controlled by Trump, all he had to do to lobby them was invite them to places, tell them they're cool, and maybe they've never been cool or they never had that type of access. So now they're completely loyal to his machine. It, you know, the whole Republican Party has turned into a Trump Mar-a-Lago celebrity hangout and the Democrats are figuring out how to win elections, ballot harvest and do grassroots activism. And Trump and Scott Pressler is like screaming on Twitter. No one is listening to me. And they're like, shut up, Scott. We're, you know, <laughs> they're like, shut up, Scott. We got this under control. It's like, you don't, though, uh, you know, and when it happens, they'll never. 
they'll never admit that they made mistakes. They'll just say it was stolen and people will believe them. If I cared more, I'd be a Republican activist. But at this point, like, I think they're just as phony as, as the Democratic Party. So, you know, I would rather Trump win than Biden. But at this, like, for the border, I think he would do a better job with the border. But besides that, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think Trump would hire outsiders. I think he'd hire the swamp and they would try to start the same wars that, you know, they're trying to start under Biden. In fact, Trump might hire more, like, you know, people like that. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm just thinking out loud. Did I see how little the RNC raised? Yeah, no one no one trusts them anymore, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's like I'm all into strategy. Even with like my my I'm gonna plug it again just because to get away from politics, I'm trying to do more of this so I have more free time. Uh dreamrarebiz.com. I'm doing like social media marketing for people. I like to know why things happen, right? I like to recognize patterns. And in order to be good at anything, you can't just like say I'm the best. You always have to learn and figure stuff out. But it's like, I'm not saying Carrie Lake is horrible or anything, but look at Arizona. Turning points, this guy, Josh Power, made this point on Twitter. And I know he doesn't like Trump and I know he loves DeSantis, but I thought it was a valid point. You know, some things might be a little harsh or a little rude, but he was making a good point where he's like, look at Arizona. Apparently, the RNC is like bankrupt in Arizona. They have no money. Carrie Lake lost. It's a Democrat state now. And Charlie Kirk's net worth is skyrocketing. So it's like, how good are they at making Republicans win if they can't even win their own state and their own fundraising is bankrupt? Why is it bankrupt? Because the leader of the Republican Party in Arizona is just running around telling everybody not to believe in everything, yet she's going to run again. It, I'm not saying that you can't say that certain things were fake or unfair, but like, you know, it, it just seems like the Republican grift is this like circular money sucking, like victim mentality, like celebrity Mar-a-Lago show where people know that they literally never have to say they did anything wrong. You know, like a, a humble quarterback will say, you know, yeah, that guy dropped the pass and yeah, that guy fumbled and yeah, the ref could have made a better move, but it's ultimately my fault. I threw a few interceptions. I could have done this better. I should have got the first down. I made a few bad decisions. That's what like a successful athlete does. A, a non-successful athlete goes, it was rigged. The game was stolen. The ref made a mistake. I did nothing wrong. And I, it's it's all their fault. That's the Republican Party. They, they don't even say it was stolen, but there's things we could have done better in order to do this, this, and this. They're 100% victim mentality. And they're picking leaders that are bankrupting the RNC. They're picking leaders that are losing elections. They're picking leaders that are bankrupting the Republican Party, losing elections, and then endorsing the people that are running the RNC, like Ronna McDaniel. It did the, the Republican Party, either it's become such a celebrity, idol-worshipping hangout that nobody actually cares about strategy. They're just all trying to be famous and rich. Or, in my opinion, it's a controlled demolition of the Republican Party. The elites got their guy in. And he's running a controlled demolition on the Republicans so you can never organize or have success in the next five, 10 years and, and you're screwed forever. And to, to add on to that theory, it's like January 6th was basically a honeypot for any anti-lockdown protesters to come to get arrested. So then the government had no opposition to their lockdowns and vaccine sales. Like how many big pharma critics were there at the Capitol, like Simone Gold and others that got in trouble for supporting the father of the vaccine? Like to me, it just seems like the whole Trump movement's like a honeypot to just suck in all the people and just destroy everybody so there's no opposition. Whether he's doing it purposely, which is, in my opinion, likely, although people don't want to hear that, or he he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just like a 
rich billionaire celebrity who's got good instinct in the business world, but in politics, he's just getting steamrolled by people playing five-dimensional chess against him. And instead of actually figuring out how to do these things, he'd rather surround himself by ass kissers who also just want to get rich and famous off him and have no strategy, you know, because there's no consequence. If they lose, they can just say that like they can get, get, say it's stolen. You know, I know people that they ran in, in districts around the country where they lose by 40 points, right? Not because it's stolen. They're just running in Democrat strongholds. They keep running over and over and over again. They know they're not going to win the election. I know they're not going to win the election. Everyone honest knows they're not going to win the election, but the money isn't pretending to win. So if you run in a district where Maxine Waters is or where Nancy Pelosi is, I'm not saying you have you, you shouldn't challenge them like someone should, but these are districts that are deeply blue that Republicans are never going to win. But if you run against them, you're raising tens of millions of dollars from all over the country. You become a celebrity. You get to speak at gigs. Now you're getting paid. Now, you know, if you sell a book, you could sell a book. You know, it's like whatever it is, it's it's building your brand. So it's like there's people that are, you know, on cruise control to just lose by 30 points. And they they just like they don't care. There's a lot of higher level people where it's like if I win the election, I'm governor. If I lose, I'll, I'll just say, you know, there's nothing I could have done better. And, you know, people will throw their money at me. So. I think there's like a built-in losing economy. I just, I just kind of, I love looking at like strategy and I know that Republicans are not doing everything wrong, but I think left-wing activists are figuring out how to win elections and right-wing activists are just getting rich off Trump. It's a big hangout. It's the Dinesh D'Souza premiere at Mar-a-Lago and everyone wears dresses and everyone gets drunk and now they get to take a selfie with Trump and now they're famous and now people think they're cool and no one ever thought they were cool, but now they are. You know, it's like that's what the activists are doing on the right. They're just enriching themselves and not even attempting to make content that appeals to people that they need to win the election because they're they're so into themselves that they don't even think people don't like them like they just think everybody agrees with them and if you disagree you're bad and it's like you know th this this train's going to crash eventually someone said establishment republicans pushed the election with stolen narrative to run cover for the fact that demographics have changed uh someone said non-whites will put democrats in power forever republicans sold us out I mean, in some ways, I think there's some sus stuff with elections, but yeah, the combination of demographic shift and the youth is voting more now because they're making it more accessible with technology. They're, they're not even trying to get those demographics. In some cases, it's probably not even possible, but I agree. They're leaning into 100% the election was stolen uh, narrative because it, it replaces any accountability for other things that they can or can't control. And here's what I think is like they they're done. If if you guys can't figure out a way to win this year, you're pretty much done due to what that guy said. And they don't want you to say like that's just like basic statistics of like racial voting that has been consistent for the last 50 years. Um, it could shift possibly, but I don't see it shifting that much. But they don't I don't think they care, though. You know, like you think they care. I don't. And to be honest, I I don't like I agree to disagree, you know, like eventually hopefully you figure it out or else you're stuck on a loop. It's like trying to convince a BLM activist that they got lied to. Like some will figure it out. Others will be that way for their whole lives. Like, you know, do you want to be stubborn and naive for your whole life? Or do you want to, you know, consider other options? It's really up to the individual. You can't force people to. Someone said, nah, they don't give an F. They definitely don't. It's I'm just wondering if they're purposely doing it or they're just so engulfed in the celebrity nature of it. And that's, 
you know, I know part of it's social media and like, you know, social media makes people like famous, which I'm not mad at, you know, it's, it's helped me. But uh, I think it is like the Trump, the Trumping of the Republican Party is like Trump is a cool guy. Trump is a celebrity. Trump is famous. Trump is rich. Trump has has socially networked his whole life. Like that's what he's about. He's turned the Republican Party into an idol worshiping hangout. You know, that's all it is for people now. They, they like you don't have to you don't have to do things to help win the election to help Trump. All you have to do is go to Mar-a-Lago and say he's cool and take a you know like that's that's all he really wants. He just wants people to like like him and hang out. So I, I just don't see it translating personally. I think Republicans are going to lose Pennsylvania by at least five points. Um, I think they're going to lose most swing states pretty badly. And, and it's not going to be because it was stolen. It's going to be because Democrats work hard. Demographics are changing. People don't like Trump. Women don't like Trump. He's not hitting these demographics. The younger generation you know, is not going to vote for him in mass numbers. They are going to vote for Democrats in mass numbers for the policy, not for the person. Um, you know, and then when or if Trump loses, he'll never say that's why he'll just be like, oh, they stole it. Listen to Carrie. Like, I don't know. I hope it's not true. I hope they have some tricks up their sleeve, but I, I don't really see it personally. But I'd love to be wrong. Someone said all elections are stolen. Well, yeah, because they control both sides. So even if Trump gets in, he's just going to hire the swamp anyway. His foreign policy is going to be run by people like Rick Grinnell, Mike Pompeo, just like it was the first time. Like the the elites don't necessarily like fear the candidates that you think they fear. Like Matt Getz is not a threat to the establishment. Trump, like in some ways, I guess he is. But in most ways, he flops like a fish and he plays the same game. It's like the gatekeeper game. You could be real up to here. But if you ever get real enough where it actually matters, then, you know, you can't. And then you'll get yelled at. Thomas Massey is the only one who does that. Like Matt Gates is a shell of Thomas Massey. And that's why they're trying to replace Thomas Massey. That's the, like that's the controlled opposition Republican Party. Oh, there's one senator who tells the truth there's one senator who's truly america first there's one senator who doesn't prioritize the foreign country above everything else like we all do let's get rid of him let's put in a trump slobbering you know controlled op guy who does the foreign policy that we need him to do because we can't have a single person prioritizing america over israel so then they have to find someone that does and now they're going to pretend like he's ultra maga and thomas massey so bad i see the playbook it's obvious you know Someone said Ron Paul. He was the realest one. I was listening to a speech today because I was thinking about doing a Ron Paul video, but um, we'll see. Someone said, I'm done voting on Washington State. We actually count a napkin wrapped up as a ballot. Well, you not voting is definitely not going to help on a local level. I just got my thing. Uh, it's like the they give you this packet for you know voting. Voting in California lasts an entire month. You know, Democrats are working. They know how it works. They like. You can't just give up. I mean, if you give up, it's whatever. But it's like, I'm not going to vote locally. It's like, OK, so if millions of Republicans just stop voting, they think it's rigged. They don't want to show up. And Democrats are, are pushing all this like uh, ballot harvesting. It's like, so we're just going to lose harder. I vote locally. California won more seats than it than it lost. Like, it, you know, like Republicans made gains in California. How? Because people are not just running circles around Donald Trump. They're like, OK, here's my candidate. Here's how to vote. Here's how to ballot harvest. It's legal. Let's do this. You know, like there are people still just like actually trying to, to, to win back seats in certain places. Someone said, I know many states have been trying to clean up elections. Yeah. 
It's it's just a new they're making it easier to vote. In my opinion, I mean people might not agree, but it's like saying it's a hundred percent cheating, it's not true. There are I do think there is a lot of room for fraud and cheating the way that they're doing it, but there's also just a different system. If you're going back to 30 years ago, you need an ID, probably. I would hope so. And also there's only one day election. If you do one day elections, you're going to get less votes. If you do 30 day elections, you're going to get a lot more votes. That's what they're doing. I'm not saying it's right. I think there should be a one day election. I don't believe in mass mail-in ballots, but that's what they're doing. It's legal now. So they don't have to break the law to beat you. You know, like that's what they're doing. An election in California lasts 30 days and the Democrats are going to work for 30 days. And what are the Republicans going to do? Nothing. They're going to act like it's all rigged and, and they have no ability to do the same thing that re Democrats are doing. But, you know, if you try to get a 21 year old to vote 20 years ago, like say for Obama, I don't think I voted for Obama. I don't remember voting for Obama. If I would have voted, I would have voted for Obama, but I didn't vote because I, I didn't like the Republican Party and I thought George Bush was a phony. I also thought Obama was a phony, so I just didn't vote. But if you would have mailed a ballot to my house, if you would have made me register on Instagram, if you would have told me 50,000 times that you would pick my ballot up and make it as easy as possible, I might have voted for Obama. Not because I thought Obama was great. I just didn't like the Mitt Romney. And I knew he was a phony. And I thought maybe Obama will be different. But I was never one of these Obama sycophants. I was like, oh, he's amazing. He's so real. I always thought he was a puppet. But I might have voted for that puppet over the other puppet just with the idea of let's switch it up because I know George Bush and Mitt Romney suck and John McCain. So if you would have made it easier for me, I would have voted for Obama. But I didn't because they didn't make it easier at that time. That's what they're doing to the kids. Democrats are smart. I'm not saying they're right, but they're smart. What is Republicans and care? Like, what are they doing? You know, I mean, they're doing something, but it's like, oh, it's we're getting cheated. We're getting cheated. It is very cheap to allow this type of election to happen, but it's happening. So what are you going to do? Are you even going to try to win? They've made it accessible to vote 30 times more time to vote. And you're going to probably get 30 times as many young kids voting. I mean, I, I think Trump is going to lose by a lot. And I think that it's not going to be because they made up fake ballots. They just changed election laws to make it easier for people to vote that normally are low information voters that normally wouldn't vote. And then they're going to harvest their ballots and then they're going to drop it off. And it's not because they're going to make up a million votes. It's because people don't like you, you know, like what? Like, oh, everyone likes us. We won all 50 states. No, they don't. You know, the kids don't like you. Like, I know people that are like, everyone likes this. It's like, does your own kid even agree with you? You know that? Like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's like, no, they don't. Like, a lot of people agree with you, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like Biden. A lot of people don't like Trump. It's not this slam dunk election where you guys are so loved and everyone likes you and everyone believes the things that you believe. They don't. They want abortions. They don't care about immigration. They think you're bad. They think Trump's annoying. You know, like... Women don't like the fact that he has like no humility and he's just kind of like a headstrong yelling guy. Like, you know, I think if Trump acted more normal, he could probably get more votes. And I'm not asking him to be like super normal, but dude, he's stupid. Like he's yelling at Kaylee McEnany. Like, like you think you're going to pick up women votes by picking the only good woman that you work for and like yelling hysterically at her because she said something on Fox News do you know how embarrassing that is? Like Trump's been on the news for a hundred years. People have said the craziest stuff about him and he has every right 
to 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 defend himself. But Kaylee McEnany, he's not even saying anything crazy about him. She's not saying he's a bad guy. She's not, you know, blaspheming what he did in the office. She's simply just on the news being like, hey, this would make sense to win a general election. And Trump's like, shut the fuck up. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's going to pull really well. Like he's creating a group of sycophant extremists that think that he's Jesus Christ while the rest of the country is looking at you like your psychopaths. And that's going to be the only thing that would allow Biden to win because you guys are just as crazy as crazy as Biden supporters. And you don't even see it, you know? And it's like, I, I just don't see women voting for Trump. I don't see Gen Z voting for Trump and, and they don't have to cheat to ballot harvest and get young people to vote. There's going to be more votes than ever. It's like, how is there more votes than ever? Because the whole country was locked down and they allowed people to do ballots for a month. You think when the whole country's locked down that there's not going to be a record number of votes? It's not because Biden's more popular than Obama and it's not because Trump is worse or better than Obama. It's just simple mathematics of, well, it's way easier to vote. They're giving you way more time. They're doing mass mail-in ballots for 30 days. Everybody's registering. Nobody can travel. Tens of millions of people who would have been out the country are here. Tens of millions of people who would have been too busy have nothing to do because of the lockdown. The lockdown is the reason that there were the most votes. Why can nobody say that? Because the Republican Party is a controlled opposition hangout for a bunch of grifters, and all they do is play the victim. They're not trying to win. Losing is more profitable, just like with CNN. It's like, they want to elevate Trump because he brings all the profits. Like they need a Charlottesville or a January 6th or else nobody gives a crap about what they're saying. It's like, you know, people don't want to think that that's true for their side. But if you add up all the data points, it makes more sense than just thinking he mistakenly hired a hundred swampers and like zero good people by a mistake. And like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, he just made a mistake. He made it. It's like, you made a mistake. And instead of you admitting you made a mistake, you're just saying that he made 10,000 mistakes. It's like, you know, if I lose to Magnus Carlsen and chess a thousand times in a row, I'm just like, I just made a mistake. I'm better than him. Maybe I'm just not better than him. Maybe he's just better. <laughs> like I'm losing. I lost, you know, that's what happened. It's crazy. Um, let me see. Take a breath. Your TDS is killing you. Pig Skinner for life. I've noticed, I've noticed a pattern. Thank you for saying that. Um, Anytime someone spirals at me on Twitter, they're either retweeting Benny Johnson and Cat Turd, which is just brain rot for conservatives, or they have like their favorite football team in their bio. I'm not, I like football, I like sports, but like my identity is not a sports fan. It's like, I'm a pig skinner for life. You play or are you watching? Probably watching. That's fine. I'm a fan too, but it's like, I notice these like weird, like tribal patterns where it's like, I'm mad at Anomaly in all caps. And it's like, I go to their page every time. It's like, Cat Turd, Cat Turd, Cat Turd you know, cat shit for your brain, cat shit for you. So then your brain turns into cat shit and you're all angry. And then it's like, I'm a Redskins fan for life. That's fine. I like the Giants. I'm just saying like, there's always like a sports team in the bio, cat turd retweet. And then like all caps spiraling, saying that I'm spiraling while they're spiraling because the information I said makes them spiral. So instead of admitting that they're like emotionally breaking down, they try to act like I'm breaking down when I'm totally fine. You know, it's like the projection. Any thoughts on James O'Keefe undercover with the gay White House cybersecurity guy? To be honest, I didn't even see it. It's uh, I saw that it was like trending, but I didn't even watch it, so I don't have any opinions on it yet. I'll, I'll check it out, though. Um, someone said, men have always listened to their wives. I think votes almost counted more in the old days. I mean, nowadays, I'm sure. Hey, honey, I want to vote for Trump. You're going to vote for Biden or else I'm not going to give you what you want. Okay, honey, geez. 
Beta. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but yeah, I've been watching Fox News and Benny Johnson. I really want to vote for Trump. You're not going to vote for Trump in this household. If you vote for Trump, I'm going to divorce you. You go put Biden's name because I want to get my abortion. Okay, honey, geez. I mean, I'm not feeding you steak tonight if you don't vote. All right, I, I'll listen. No, I'm just kidding. It, does that happen? I don't know. I, is that a thing? Like men are controlled by their wives? I mean, I think that's definitely a thing. I'm just, uh, I don't know. Is that common? Like men just being completely like swallowed alive by their spouses? Someone said, my life got more peaceful after quitting Johnson and Bongino. I listen, listen, God bless those guys, but like, I don't even know who's Johnson. Oh, Benny Johnson. I, Benny seems like an uplifting type of guy. It's just, I, I'm just saying like the, the programming that they're doing, it's like, like, like cat turd. It's just like pro Trump propaganda. Like there's no critical thinking. It's just like 70 IQ, like Trump support, which is like, I'm not, if I'm going to listen to like Trump support, I just need like something more intellectual or more stimulating or like honest, not just like, I like guy. I like guy. I cat poop. I cat poop, cat poop, mad, cat poop, mad at liberals, cat poop, happy, cat poop, happy. Trump passed out pizza, cat poop, happy, cat poop, mad, cat poop, mad at liberal. It's like, that's the content that you're getting from like cat turd, you know? <laughs> and it's like, people's like brains are turning to shit. <laughs> You know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's wrong about everything, but it's like, it's like 70 IQ, like, like, like cat poop, like, and like, you know, I'm mad at Democrat, Democrat mad, Ilhan Omar, angry me, me mad at her. It's like caveman content. You're like, okay. You know, like we might vote for the same guy, but I, I like you listen to that too long. Like you become like stupid and other people, if you listen to them too long, you become angry. You become like really angry because they're like, this is the worst day I've ever seen. And it's going to, the countries are falling apart. And I don't know what Trump, Trump falling apart. Vote for Trump, the survival kit. And you're like, you just get like pissed off. And it's like, I'm not saying things are going amazingly, but you know, if you can't change it, why would you freak out about it every day? And also I find it fascinating that the people that are freaking out the hardest are off also, also often gatekeeping certain narratives the hardest they're yelling they're angry but they're not even telling you the truth and then anytime someone tells the truth around they, they spiral and yell at them and call them names you know it's like with matt walsh you know all these names racist sexist xenophobic anti-semitic denier i'm not saying you're always wrong but like using terminology like that means you're trying to demonize them like they're denying, like Matt Walsh is a, is a trans denier. You know, have I ever said Matt Walsh is a trans denier? Technically that's true. He's denying that transgenders exist or whatever, but it's like, I don't use that terminology because if I'm going to debunk what Matt's saying, I'm not going to like socially shame him with a made up term. Like, are you anti-Trump? Are you anti that? Like people use these words. Are you anti-Semitic? Are you racist? It's like, what's the, what, what is, what are they saying? say what they're saying. Okay. He says that. Is it, is he right or is he wrong? And if he's right, say why he's right. And if he's wrong, say why he's wrong. And if it's mean, say why it's mean. And if it's nice, say why he's nice. Don't use those words. The second you use those words, you know, you're basically just saying, I'm trying to shut you up and I'm trying to make you look crazy with, with this lopsided dumb term that I made up. But this is like, 
these terms are so powerful. These terms are running society. Like not being able to question certain events is, is like a billion dollar industry. Not being able to, you know, question your kid's gender, like teacher is, is a billion dollar industry. And the pharmaceuticals that they're giving the kids to transgender is probably a multi-billion dollar industry. So there's a reason that you're not allowed to say certain things. There's people that are profiting and benefiting off of all of it. Um, I just don't take anyone seriously left wing or right wing that uses the words racist, sexist, xenophobic, anti-Semitic denier, conspiracy, like, you know, like anti-vaxxer, like the, basically you're just saying I'm dumb and I'm fake. Like you can make your point. Why are they being hateful towards that group? Why explain why? Okay. Are they wrong? Then, then say they're wrong. Are they evil? Then say they're evil. Are they right? then admit they're right. If you know, it's like, what, what is it? Like, are they, are they right? But they're saying it wrong. Are they wrong? But they're being like, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't use any of those words anymore. You know, if you hate an entire race of people, I have to explain why, because that's really messed up and I don't agree with it. But if I just use the word racist, it's just a cop out to not have to explain why. So, you know, I see that with like a lot of, uh, a lot of people. Someone said brought to you by Pfizer, not my channel. I think I'm the opposite of brought to you by Pfizer. I think I was attempted to be brought down by Pfizer. I'm not sure if they were directly in on it, but when my videos were really cooking during the pandemic, I, I highly, highly, highly think that there were some high level people involved to shut it down. And I'm not saying that to be cocky. I have one of the, like, I still have one of the bigger pages, but like when you're getting 8 million views on a topic, they don't want you talking about. I guarantee there was some like, nah, turn that off. By the way, I just did a TikTok video of um, the moon landing thing with Matt Walsh where I was like, I literally didn't even say whether it was real or not. I just said like, Matt Walsh says he's canceling moon conspiracies. Here's why. And I was like joking about it. Didn't even make a huge statement. It got deleted off of TikTok for hateful content, hateful something. I don't even know what it is. Either they think questioning the moon landing is hateful or Matt Walsh's face is just hateful because they hate Matt Walsh because he questions like trans stuff too much. So you're just not allowed to post Matt Walsh on TikTok. I'm not sure which one it is, but like TikTok's insane, you know, and it's not for the reasons Josh Hawley says it, it's for other reasons. But it's like, uh, yeah, I was like, is, is, is talking about the moon a hateful thing or, or is it just Matt Walsh's face? Because, you know, if it's Matt Walsh's face, I agree. Just looking at him makes me angry. I'm just joking uh, that, uh, you know. I think certain people like Andrew Tate and maybe Matt Walsh, they just don't let you post on TikTok. Um, you know, like they have an out, maybe they have like AI just scanning the, the the thing and they're like, they're too hateful to even be here. It's like, okay, can you even like disagree with them or no? And I'm not saying Tate, I'm saying like Matt Walsh. I wasn't even agreeing with him in my video, but maybe you just can't put post his face. His face is hate speech. Agreed. You know, uh, TikTok is a Matt Wall, a Matt Walsh face denier. They're denying his face or something like that. Uh, let me see. We'll read a few and then I'm going to take off. Someone said, I wonder why Matt Walsh trusts NASA. Uh, I don't know if he trusts NASA. I just think he thinks that the moon landing was like super. Listen, there needs to be people that think the moon landing is real. And there needs to be people that think it was fake. Like I wouldn't, I don't want to live in a world where everybody, you know, cause it's one of those topics where you could have a really good opinion or whatever, but can you really prove it? You know? So I'm not mad that he feels that way. I kind of thought it was fun in my opinion. 
there's a you know there needs to be there needs to be a discussion around it or there is a discussion around it and they they can't stop it so whatever someone said anomaly come on over to eastern europe i might have to one day if america gets ruined and they and they hate me or something maybe then i'll have to like escape but i'm 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 as american as it gets i'm gonna try to stay here and, and make the make it the best but if they try to throw me in the gulags i'll try to Maybe I'll try to be an illegal immigrant on a boat or something. Kieran said, can you give me a shout out in Australia? Absolutely. Shout out Australia. We're out here manifesting Anomaly's trip to Australia. I like Australians. I've always felt that they were cool uh, people for what I've always liked the accent. But like just seeing during the lockdown, you know, we had this connection because they were locked down. I was like trying to free my boys out there. And uh, I picked up a huge audience in Australia on Facebook, my third biggest city out of any city in the world is Melbourne. My fourth biggest city on Instagram is Sydney. I'm very well known in Australia. Allegedly, apparently, I didn't know this, but I would assume I would get recognized out there a lot because even out here in cities that aren't top 20 for me, I get recognized all the time. So, you know, might let's go to Australia. I'm trying to get my Australian accent down. So sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Go to Australia, eat a Vegemite sandwich, and then go eat a steak sandwich because I don't want to eat a Vegemite sandwich, mate. That's my best I could do. But uh, yeah, I want to get out there this year and uh, do a show. I want to do a rap show, a speaking gig, and then just hang out with the bros. You know, try to try to mix business with pleasure. This way, I don't have to pay for the whole thing. You know, it could it could get pricey out there. Uh, I heard you know kangaroos steal your wallet sometime, but you can't say it because it's hate speech. I'm just kidding. Um, Shout out from New Zealand. Yeah, I like New Zealanders too. I like everybody. I mean, there's cool people everywhere, but I I see that I have a big following in Australia, so I want to go there, tap into that, tap into that market. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You'd be upside down in the globe Earth, Australia. Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big glober to be honest. You know, there's a lot of like there's a lot of globers out there. Like Matt Walsh, he's probably a glober. I'm not a big glober. I'm not saying the Earth is flat. I'm just saying I'm not like a I'm not a globy, you know, where I'm like spinning a globe and saying I I love the globe. So I'll get to Australia. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. Am I gonna go in the firmament? Am I gonna go around the globe? You know what I'm saying? Is it is it? We don't know. But all we know is I can get there somehow. And many people have done it before. But I'm not a big globy. Uh, let me see. I'd never go to New Zealand or Australia. Well, I want to go, I want to like travel the world, you know, I've been pretty uh, non travel I would say, or I just stay in America mostly. Someone said, there's only one acceptable opinion about space. I can't take people serious who believe in gravity. That's why I'm single mostly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, la I'm not laughing at what you said. I'm laughing at you saying that's why you're single. That part was funny to me. Not used to talking about gravity. Like, where, you know, you bring that up on a first date. You're like, do you believe in gravity? And they're like, yeah, you're like, yeah. And then you're just single. You, I mean, you got to go, you got to get a globe. You got to get a, a flat earth dating, dating website, you know, where you get some flatty patties, some flatty patties, some anti-gravity Gerald's and, you know, you'll meet your match. But yeah, when it comes to that sort of stuff, um, I haven't done the deep dive into it, but you know, 
I don't know. The official narrative is like, we're on a globe. We're spinning 666 miles per 6666 miles to 666 miles per hour. And we're going really fast. And the reason that everything doesn't fall off is because of the gravity. And you know what I'm saying? Neil deGrasse Tyson is really trustworthy. And it's like, maybe, uh, or maybe not. You know, I don't have a huge stance on it. Gravity, it's like, this math equation that says that's why it does this. And then the flatty patties, as I call them, the flat earthers. I watched Bryce Mitchell talk about it. <laughs> and he said, you know, that it's just the density, like the different densities of things like fall and, and, and other stuff. Not I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm kind of, op I'm kind of open to the debate. Let's just say that I'm not trying to close the gate there. If you feel me, but that's funny that you said, that's why you're single. I'm going to make up an excuse for why I'm single now too. I'm single because um, I'm single because I'm like, this is what, if you know, there's like a chick that like sucks, she'll be like, I'm single because there's just not a lot of good guys out there, you know? And it's like, for me, I'll be like, I'm single because there's not a lot of quality women. I'm just better than everyone. That's why I can't, you know, it's like, everyone's always got an excuse. You're like, oh, it's because I believe in flat earth. I'm single. It's like, it's probably not that, you know, like, oh, it's because I don't believe in gravity. That's why I'm single. It's like, no, there's. There's people out there that don't believe in gravity that have a wife or a husband. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what my excuse for being single is. I'll think of one. It's like, it's because I'm too real, too real for these fake women. No, it's like, I have high standards, though, you know? High standards. I need to find I need to find me a girl that believes gravity's fake. Then then we'll we'll figure it out. Someone said Anomalies is single because he might need to become an illegal immigrant to Europe soon. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it for sure. I'm, I'm a legal American citizen, but I'm feeling spontaneous. No, I'm just kidding. How can you not believe in gravity? I don't get it. Are you talking to me or that girl? Because I never said that. Um, I mean, I'll just, I'm going to break it down because I'm not the one to tell you because I don't know that much. But like, you know, there's people that believe in the globe. And if you believe in the globe, you think that Earth is spinning astronomically fast. Like right now we're spinning. Let's see how fast that it says we're spinning. Hold on. I'll look it up. How fast is Earth spinning? According to Globers, a thousand miles an hour. So Earth is spinning a thousand miles an hour. Oh my gosh. Uh, but we don't feel it because of gravity, you know? So in order to believe the globe theory, which everyone believes, you have to believe we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. We're on an axis. It's this big, but it's not this big, but it's oblate. It's an oblate spheroid, says Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's oblate. It's oblate because it's not what we thought it was, but it's this. And then, you know, the Earth's atmosphere goes without the moon. It's, it's past the moon, but it's here. Like, you got to believe all that to believe in the globe. And then for flatty patties, you know, you just got to be like, nah, we live in a firmament. It's stationary. We're not spinning astronomically fast. And gravity is just density and things are falling now it's like oh we're spinning but the gravity is the thing where the spinning it's like you know that's a i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying that's what they believe that how could they not believe in gravity because they 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 don't believe in all the other stuff so they're like no nah, it's just falling it's not all those equations that they're throwing at us um it's not my thing though i don't i don't have like a firm stance on that i just know you know i've watched debates and stuff i like a good flat earth debate you know, I'm, I'm into that. I like stuff that like you can't find anywhere because everything's boring, like on, on YouTube and stuff for the most part. So you got to You got to go to the depths. Recently, I saw uh, what's his name? 
he had me on and he tried to make fun of me and then I called him fat. What's that guy's name again? Ah, uh, what's his name? This is why I don't get invited places. They're like, "Oh, anomaly, you look so silly." And I'm like, "Ha, you're fat." You know, I'm I'm not going to just call someone fat. That's rude. But if you try to like make fun of me, you know, a striking 34-year-old man that's in good shape, like I'm just going to call you fat. But what's his name? I can't think. Oh, Jason Whitlock. Yeah. Jason Whitlock had me on the show one time. Probably will never have me on again. That's fine. But uh, Jason Whitlock had on uh, E. Michael Jones recently, and then the media came out and smeared him as anti-Semitic, and then he deleted it off YouTube, and I saw that that happened. So I was like, oh, I got to go watch that interview. If they deleted it off YouTube, you know, that's that's my cue to go watch it, and I did. Um, so, you know, I like I like to see stuff that, like, just that you're not going to find. So that's a good one. If you go to Rumble, you could watch Jason Whitlock interview E. Michael Jones, which you'll never see on conservative media. And then when you never see it, you have to ask yourself, why will no one else have this guy on? Why? Because you like can't you like can't have him on or else they destroy your life and try to, you know, cut all the money supply to you. And, you know, like everyone just turns on you. So you're like not allowed to talk to people like that. So I was like, oh, I got to watch that one. Uh, someone said he's not reliable. I didn't say he was. I'm just saying it's a good interview. I'm not asking you to like follow his leadership into, you know, the possibly allegedly globe earth. I'm just saying it exists if people want to watch it. Thank you, Iskran. I appreciate you. Uh, why am I single? Said Karen. Well, you know, I don't really talk about my personal life that much, but I was dating people in the last like four years. Um, I dated someone for like a year, year and a half, two years, uh, decided it, it just wasn't going to go the distance, you know, I didn't, and I didn't want to waste their time. So we ended it. And then I tried to date someone else long distance for like a year and a half. And that was bad for multiple reasons. I don't think it was just the distance. It just wasn't the right person. So yeah, it's not like I've been single for four years or anything. I, I've been not single more than I've been single. I just I just don't talk about it that much because I it's not like uh, necessary, you know, for my job. But the last couple of months, I don't know. At this point, I think I have really high standards and I and, and my path is more narrow. So when that's the case, I'm not gonna like entertain everything because it doesn't, you know, if, if I don't see it like going where I want it to go, then it's like I'm not really gonna entertain it that much plus i'm also busy with what i do and i feel like when i'm successful it, it it's just better you know it's like helps helps like w when that situation comes i'll have more money more stature like all that stuff really helps so i'm focused on business right now but i'm also like you know seeing what's out there i'm just not trying that hard someone said tough to find a decent girl i think it is i absolutely think it is um you know i think society has i don't know it's put all these ideas in people's heads and i think for the most part it's hard to figure them out until you're like 30 so if you you know it's like you just in your 20s you're like figuring stuff out because they're putting all these fake ideas in your head but there's a lot of good people out there see i don't like complain about the other gender because i i've never had problems you know i think some of these manosphere guys they complain all the time like oh these women suck and it's like maybe you suck you know like that's also because there's a lot of people on this earth like you know I, like i've had people that i was with that were awesome and then people that weren't but if you have bad taste then you're constantly getting in trouble but if you don't have bad taste then it's not that bad so you know i don't have very many complaints about the opposite sex like 
I, I believe that the man should, uh, you know, take responsibility and accountability. So any situation that I've ever had that didn't go right, I, I don't blame the woman. I think it's probably my fault or, or at least like my uh, discernment or whatever. So I don't really have like too many like horror stories or anything. I think people that do, it's usually their fault. And they like man or woman, they just won't admit it. So they're like, men suck. Anyone who says like men suck, red flag. Anyone who says women suck, red flag. Yeah, it's harder to find like a quality person nowadays than it used to be probably. But there's a lot of people out there, you know. Let's see. Someone said a good Russian or Latvian girl. <laughs> Possibly. Someone said, I'm married, four, and gro four grown kids. I'm 53. Awesome. Uh, someone said, I don't have a problem with it. Be perfect or else I'll be single. I'm working with the 1% of the population. I don't care. I'm awesome. Well, I think that's the hard part when you have high standards is like, you, you know, you don't want to stay single forever, but you're also not going to like settle for anything. And, and a lot of times people that are getting married often or, you know, and quickly are they're I'm not saying they're always settling, but you know, if you don't have as high of standards, then it's easier to find somebody like I don't have problem finding women like that's never it, honestly, that's never been a problem for me. Not when I was 19. Not now. I've never had a problem. I've always been charming. I've always like, you know, I, I had a hot girlfriend when I was in college, like that was right across the hall. She was like, gorgeous. like I've, I've always done fine. But now at this age, it's like, do you just want anything? No, you want something that matters. So the amount of people is like smaller it is what it is though i don't know i'm not i'm not too concerned about it someone said what a scumbag are you talking about me or someone in the comments either way someone said the world the word love has been twisted so people expect something else uh, I mean, I think, I think at this point you got to find someone that shares your values in my view, like I'm a Christian. I want a woman that like wants to play our roles, you know, like I, and, and, and figure it out. Like I don't at this point, like if you get married, but you don't believe in anything, I'm not saying it can't work, but like, what is a marriage? Like, what does it mean to you? If, if it means like, I don't want to betray God versus like, Oh, I just like you a lot. You know, so I would prefer a religious marriage at this point, obviously. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't work without it, but I think it's harder to work when most people it's like, I we just like each other. And it's like life is going to get rough. There's going to be times when, you know, you disagree and have arguments and stuff. And what's going to keep that bond together? Because, you know, you don't want to get divorced if you can avoid it. So I think nowadays, uh, you know, if you don't have like a deeply spiritual and religious connection, then. It's probably hard to make it work, but also, you know, sometimes like I think feminism has helped to destroy marriages. I'm not blaming women, but I just think that, you know, when people played their roles, it was, it was more shameful to get divorced. And nowadays it's like, oh, I just, I don't like what he said. I want to get divorced. Like I, I, I definitely follow how women act. Cause like if a woman's like quick to just be like, ah, it's like, that's not a woman. Like that woman, unfortunately is probably going to have to learn lessons into her thirties and, and figure it out. And then, and then she'll figure out that that acting that way is not sustainable for a good partner. And then vice versa as a man, I think there's things you have to do to be a good partner, but I think like society is making both sides be bad partners. And if you can't come to a conclusion with, with uh, a person and be like, this is the goal, you know, like if, 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 a, if the woman's like, no, I don't want to do that. Or it's like, no, I think differently. It's like, all right, then it's not going to work, you know, or like, it's not that you can't have any differences, but I think the average 
relationship nowadays, it's like godless, it's meaningless. It's it's they're like no one no one is like figuring out how to make it work long term. And there's a lot of divorce, a lot of unhappy couples, and I don't want to be there. So someone said, I was a G in my day. I'm just different than most people. All right. I'm not. Someone said, I met my wife in high school. She's from Tennessee. I'm from Cincinnati. She moved to my neighborhood. That's a great time to meet someone. Like meeting someone then and making it work is that ship has sailed for me. You know, that ship has sailed. Someone said, people's spouses can clown them. It's pitiful. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like relationships where I'm like, I would not want to be in that, you know, where it's it's just like so watered down and so like stale where you're like, ah, like it's just like you're stuck there. I don't know. It's it's dicey out there. Someone said these girls are hoes these days. Yeah, there's a lot of hoes out there. You know, as as Nate Dog once said, he had hoes in different area codes, and you know, it's because they were available. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not like a big woman blamer though. You know, it's like there's some hoes out there, but there's also some like loser guys. So it's like you know, there's hoes, there's not hoes, there's loser guys, there's some, it you know. Like the guy in the relationship, it, I just don't like manosphere guys who are like, it's all the women's fault. And it's like, is it though? Like, is it not any of your fault? Did men do nothing wrong in the last 50 years to allow it to get to this point? You know, so I think like there definitely be some hoes out there, but I'm I'm just not one of these people that's like, oh, look at the hoes. It's the hoes fault. They're hoeing out there. These ho, these Jezebel. It's like someone said you were a cuck. No. Um, I'm not playing the feminist angle. I'm just saying in general, men dropped the ball and that shifted the Overton window. And now women are like aimless a lot of times because their male roles have abandoned them or, or taught them lies. I just think that the man deserves responsibility when it comes to like, you know, with women and stuff, I've never had to like, be like, Oh, you're the victim in order to get like a woman to like me. It's not like I'm simping for women. I'm just saying men, like men are losers that take no accountability, like real men, people that are fathers, people that are good role models. Um, you know, they'll be like, they'll, they'll notice that when, when men fail the women, the women get led astray you know i think a real man takes accountability it's it's not like a simping like oh feminism's great let's go get abortions together that's not what i'm saying i'm just being like i don't you know i don't blame it's not like men or men did everything right and women just screwed up and now they're hoes it's like no men screwed up also you know probably more so because at a, a certain point women couldn't do everything so men had to screw up before women even had the freedom to screw up you know um, it's, there's a difference between that and like simping for feminist women to try to get laid or something. I'm not doing that. I've never done that. never had to do that. Um, it's not, that not the angle I'm playing here. Someone said anomaly could get more tail than all of us. LOL. Not bragging, but I, listen, it's not, it's not difficult. Like when a guy comes in my chat and they're like, Oh, get laid, get laid. It's like, no, that's you going to the bar getting drunk hoping that someone's dumb or drunk enough to like have sex with you by mistake that's like you getting laid me i don't it's not like a prize for me to like you know make love to a woman that's not like a, a goal that i need to like get wasted and have a woman make a mistake for it's like i actively avoid it because it's not fulfilling at this age you know it's not like a oh i need to do that just to do it like why why do you have to do that do you want a kid no then probably not 
the right move. Like, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot to deal with. So someone said, notice how many times he said the number six. Well, I was purposely saying it with the spinning of the earth because I don't remember exactly, but like there's some equation of the spinning of the earth where there's a lot of sixes in it from what I recall. But someone said the love boat, is that why you like cruises so much? No. Uh, I like cruises because one, they give them to me for free now. I mean, that helps, but also it's just like I could put my phone away like and, and just detach. You know what I'm saying? Like even if I went on vacation and I had to like do all this stuff, I got to have my phone out a million times and like do reservations and this and that. It's all built in on a cruise. So it's like, you know, just like eight days to just not work. Honestly, it's like a vacation. I I, I don't know that I would do that if I didn't like when I'm not on a cruise and I go on vacation, sometimes I like go on my phone. I do this on a cruise. I, I literally don't do anything like so it's not like I don't have to go overseas to like find a like on a cruise boat. You know, there's, there's women everywhere. It's not like I need to go there to find somebody. Someone said nine, 999 miles per hour. I, I read some. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's where it comes from, from the 1000. It's like upside down sixes or 1,666 kilometers per hour. That's why I was saying them. I wasn't like throwing the mark of the beast out like demonically. I just, from I forget where I read that, but just look into it. If it's not right, then I'm wrong, whatever. So Eric said, so I just talked to a lady friend who was gonna come over, but I had to be honest and tell her I'm sick with a head cold. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> good. All right, uh, you know. Are you are, are, are you looking for praise for me where you're like, way to turn down, you know, way to not make her sick or something? I don't know. It's just, I hear I hear you, though. That's that's very uh, honorable of you, I guess. Not 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 get your lady friends. Sick. I, I like when we just talk about real stuff and people just tell me like random things that I don't need to know. But I'm not mad at you. I'm saying things that no one needs to know. So we're in we're in on it together. Someone said winning karaoke contests against Cougars. I do like a good karaoke. Absolutely. I think it's fun. Even doing live shows, like obviously live shows are more fun, but karaoke is fun. Like I don't, I don't look down at karaoke. Like I do real shows. That's just karaoke. Like karaoke is its own version of hilarious because everyone just gets to sing and do stuff. Some people suck. Some people are good. It's actually like, I would rather watch karaoke than most opening acts of like bands, you know? Like the opening act, it's like, all right. I'm not saying they're always bad. Like last time they were cool, but like karaoke's fun. I like it. Uh, someone said Eric didn't want that tail. He's starting a Manosphere blog. He's like, I turn down women when I have head colds because I'm such an honorable guy. Ladies, you know? <laughs> Am I right? That's funny. Someone said it's lonely out here, bro. We got to tell someone. That's why we do these live streams. People say, hey, why are you going for two hours? I don't, I can't put a finger on it because I'm not even sure if it's strategic, but it is fun. It is more uh, enjoyable than editing. And, you know, everybody gets to talk about what they're doing. Some people got colds. Some people feel healthy. Some people turning down tail. Some people probably not typing that aren't doing that, but it's all good. We appreciate it. Thank you, Audra. I appreciate the compliments. I'm not going to read them because it would, you know. It would make me look not humble. I'm humble. We're all just beings on this spinning rock in the middle of space with gravity. We're all floating in space. We're all just space dust. No. 
We're we're God's creatures. We're not space dust, Neil deGrasse. How dare you? Someone said Eve screwed it up for herself. Well, she was a bit of a Jezebel, but, you know, she had to exist in order to create everyone. So she might have messed up, but, you know, that's why every time when women are wrong about everything, you just you can't get mad at them. You see how calm I am. I'm not blaming women. I'm blaming Eve. You know, next time a woman does something wrong, be like, it's not your fault. You're a Jezebel. It's Eve's fault. And see if they ever talk to you again. Probably not. You'll probably be excommunicated. You know, it's not your fault. You're wrong all the time. Eve did that. And you're just stuck with the consequences genetically. I'm sorry. That'll be a that'll be a real panty dropper on your first date. Try that one out. And if it doesn't work, I'm not responsible. I never told you to do that. It's pretty stupid. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Gorlowski said, "I don't know how many women I've been with, hundreds, but when I met my wife, it was over. I've been married for 28 years, and I still love her. That's amazing. First of all, you know, you were out there slanging. Second of all." It's it's good to have a happy ending. Thanks for thanks for sharing. God bless you and your wife, who now knows this. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, when I perform on stage, does it give you that cool tingly feeling? Are you asking me if I get an erection? No, I'm I'm joking. I'm j just kidding. Um, yeah. I mean, at first I get like I, I don't get nervous anymore because I'm ready. But you know, I perform when I perform with the band Trapped. I like a lot of their songs, but I like their song Echo. It's a very like deep, like kind of like sad song. And when that song comes on, it's usually before my set, like a couple songs before. And I just kind of, I won't say I get emotional, but when that song plays and like I see the crowd singing, I, I just like that song. I think it's a great song. Um, you know, I kind of, I don't get sad, but, I, but I'm like, I, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like I always, I, I rap since I was in third grade. Now I'm playing in front of 400 people in a sold out audience. Like I'm doing like, I get like kind of emotional and like, you know, I'm like, I, I'm the man, you know what I'm saying? I, I get like, and then when I go up, yeah, I mean, it's, I can't explain it, but yeah, it's a good feeling. It's definitely awesome. I don't really get nervous, but I do get like, you know, definitely some sort of tingle going on. I don't know what, what that is exactly, but uh, yeah, it feels good. Definitely. And, and, and fulfilling especially with how hard I've worked over the years just to like see it all come together. And, you know, I took the path of least, uh, less traveled. I mean, I, I had people might not believe this or they could think what they want. I had meetings at big labels. I got flown across the country when I was younger for music. They paid for my round trip. I was recognized by Jam Master Jason's. They were fans of my music. They brought me into labels. I had a deal from a, from a dis distribution company when I, you know, when I was like 20. And I turned everything down because I, I, I just didn't want to own nothing. That's why I don't feel bad for Taylor Swift because she's like, oh, he stole my music. He didn't steal your music. You sold your music. And then whoever bought your music sold your music. They, If you sell your house, you can't buy your house back. Oh, I want I want to buy my house back. No, they're allowed to sell it to someone else. That's what happened to Taylor Swift music. And that's how she got there. She took all the deals. So it's like I didn't take any of that. I'm not saying I would have been a, as big as Taylor Swift. I don't think I ever would have been. But uh I definitely think I could have done a lot more, but I took I took the long path and now I'm bigger than most people and now I get to do shows and I get to do this stuff. So it feels extra good because I didn't have to sacrifice my soul or uh, give up what I believed in to get there. Uh, it feels really good, you know? And then people be like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Says you, I'm still doing sold out shows. I'm still performing. I'm still getting round of applauses. I have millions of followers, billions of views. 
you can say what you want, but it worked. And I, I took, you know, I had to work a thousand times harder than everyone else. And I still have to work hard because the, the, the show's not over. The job's not done. So speaking of which, someone said you're not that big. I have over 2 million followers and over a billion views. I'm not saying I'm the most famous person in the world, but I'm in the 0.0001% of successful people in this field. How many people do you know with a billion views or millions of followers? I'm not like, oh, I'm so much better than you, but like, am I not successful? Somebody that had no money that worked for $10 an hour doing social media assistance. Now I've created this empire. Like that's nothing to you. I mean, it could be bigger, but it's not, it's definitely not nothing. And if you want to build, I'm not saying you could build it to this size. It took a lot of time. I'm not saying you can't build it either, but uh, dreamrarebiz.com, you know, I'm doing social media consulting for people. I understand the algorithm of Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all of it. I've studied it for 15 years. I've done it. I've worked for different corporations, different, uh, you know, I would say social media agencies back before I did this full time. Like I did this before I did this. So I have even more experience than people realize, but a lot of people, they don't understand how Instagram works or Facebook works or TikTok works. I'm not saying it's easy to have success, but your chances are like next to nothing if you don't even understand why or how things work. Once you realize the field you're playing in and how things work and how the algorithm works and how Instagram works, Instagram doesn't work like it used to three years ago. So many people I know will be like, oh, I'm not getting as many views. Why? Why though? Is it because you're shadow banned? Maybe, but also there's other things going on. There's, 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 different reels exist now they did, like you can't do what you did three years ago and have the same success neither could i so you know if you want a head start with your business or just like a plan a game plan i do social media consulting and marketing at dreamrarebiz.com d-r-e-a-m-r-a-r-e-b-i-z.com i did it once last year successful that page is crushing it they got thousands of shares tens of thousands of followers um I did it this year for somebody. It's so new. So probably nothing yet. Cause it was like literally Sunday. It's Thursday now, but I enjoy doing it. I like it. It frees up my time. And I think, uh, if I can really get that business booming one, it's easy for me to do. It's fun. I like it. I help other people. It's my way of one making money, but also like providing information because then sometimes i do politics people are like who you're doomer i'm not i'm the opposite of a doomer i'm not black pilled i'm not negative i like to help people i like to win so if, if if me talking about politics makes people cry too much then i'll just do social media consulting it's more straightforward i'm not stopping doing this i still like it but if you notice i don't have seven eight sponsors on my videos all the people making a lot of money they they have a bunch of sponsors i'm so picky with sponsors that it's like i gotta do other stuff if i want to keep doing this and uh, build build my brand. So I'm just trying that because I like it. It's working out well. Someone said you used to have better values when you first started out, said Zach. Um, explain. Why do you think I had better values when I first started out? Let me know. I'm not mad at your opinion, but I don't think so. But you could think that. Someone said the humble pie is coming. All right. Is that your answer? I I used to have a better values when I first started out and the humble pie is coming. What can you tell me why you think that? Is there any chance you're like projecting? You have changed bad, but not in the ad way. You're not even you're not even spelling things right. All right, you're you're skipped over. You've changed bed, B D. I've changed I do change my bed. I do change my sheets. I try to be a clean guy but not in an ad way. 
So you spelled bed, bad, bed. You changed bed, but not in ad way. Okay. Thank you for that thrilling, stunning analysis of my life. Um, have I heard of Chris Webby? I have. Why are people such assholes? Uh, I, I I wouldn't consider that a top 1,000 mean thing that anyone's ever said to me, so I'm not really tripping on it. But I don't know. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just don't like someone. Sometimes you're, you know, having your own issues and you're projecting them. Sometimes you're right. You know, sometimes you, you don't like something and you have every right to not like it. Various reasons. No bed shitting. <laughs> I, try, I try not to do that. That's definitely something that... I can't think I, I probably have never done since I was like a little baby or something. If, if you're watching for whatever reason. Uh, thank you, Iskran. I appreciate it. It's also with like comments too. You know, I'm, I'm getting better at handling them because, you you know, if I spiral at a comment, like it, I used to do that definitely during the lockdown. I'm like, wake up, Operation Warp Speed. Wake up, liberals. Wake up, conservatives. Wake up, maskies. Now it's like, you know, he's like, I don't like you, you bad boy. I'm like, okay, dude, your bed, your bed is bad, bed, bad. Okay. All right. Bed, bath and beyond. We get it. Were you trying to, trying to make a statement? Did they pay you to say that? I don't get it. Um, someone said, make an ugly woman, your wife. I'll consider it. Not, not, not at the top of my, uh, desires, but thank you for the <laughs> advice. Where am I going when the Civil War starts? I'm going to build a giant beanie bunker for Tim Pool. We're going to call it the beanie bunker. We're going to flip is we're going to make a giant beanie. We're going to flip it inside out. And then we're going to carve out like, you know, a, a, a dome, an upside down dome, make a dome out of the beanie. And then I'm going to hang out with uh, Ian Crossland there. And I'm going to try to get him to stop being so like depressed, you know, and try to lift his spirits because he seems sad. And then we're going to read super chats from there and we're going to, you know, skateboard and it's going to be a good time. Mm. Someone said the God of Bible is Satan. I'm going to, I'm going to have things I disagree with for 500 Alex. I think you said you're single. You said you're single because you don't believe in gravity. I think you might be single because you're trying to tell Christians that the Satan is God that might, that might affect a relationship, but I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying that might be now that you said that I'm like, that might not work with, with high value, man. Like if a woman comes to me and she's like, Satan is God. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. But to each their own, everyone's allowed to have an opinion. I just strongly reject that. Repent, repent. <laughs> I need a moderator. Why though? I, I think it's fun. I mean, when I don't, now I have a new strategy. When I'm when I'm focused on like a real show and I have like 40 minutes of material that I can't screw up, I'm, I'm just like looking at the camera and not reading comments. And then when I, when I have this, like I like, listen, I like a good, I like a good, you're not as good as you used to be. I like, you know, everybody needs a little something nowadays. So like I could use a moderator, but at the same time, let it flow. Let the weirdos flow. I'm, you know, we got a lot of weirdos here. I'm weird in some ways, but some people are weird in all caps. They spell wrong. Some people are, you know, let, let, let the comments fly for now. Maybe one day, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll censor them, but I need Eddie Bravo. 
You know, I've actually spoken to Eddie Bravo. I was on his podcast. I like Eddie Bravo. I mean, people don't know this because they just know him from Joe Rogan's podcast. He's like a jujitsu like legend. You know what I'm saying? Like Eddie, he has his own jujitsu tournaments and stuff. He's the man. Um, and you know, he's into conspiracy theories. Hopefully, Eddie still likes me because I like Eddie. Uh, I really appreciate him. I kind of was a little, I feel bad. I feel like I was a little rude because he asked me about like the theory that like Trump rushed the vaccines to save the world. And I was like, that's like, I, I like was like, yo, that's like a mental illness. Like, why, why are people doing this? Like, you know, and I, I feel like I was a little rude. I shouldn't have been though, because I like Eddie. So hopefully he still likes me. Eddie, if you're watching this, I wasn't saying that to you necessarily. It was just like, I've heard this theory a thousand times where like, what if Trump gave money to the pharmaceutical industry to save the world? And it's like, what if George Bush hired Dick Cheney, who was like an undercover hero? It's like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I could have, I could have been could have been a little nicer but yeah eddie's the man i appreciate him having me on his podcast no we had a great time listen me and ed like we could talk conspiracies we had a good time after that moment i, I don't know if he even cared i just like i was like no you know but yeah he's he's awesome i like him we we agreed on like most things or at least like i some things that he knew more that i didn't know i'm not like you're crazy i'm like go on you know we're i was like i, I hear you are they conspiracy theories when they're the truth uh they're yeah, I mean, if, if my theory is that black is black and white is white and it's true, then the theory is just true. So it could, it could be a theory and the truth at the same time, I guess. They're not right outside. Are you talking about the Matrix? Are you doing Matrix references in the comment section? Texting strangers on the internet reminds me of Road Ragers behind the wheel. This is fun. I enjoy this. Text arguing, not much fun. Do not do not enjoy it. My goal for this year, do more business, stop arguing on Twitter, do more music, stop arguing on Twitter, enjoy my life, stop arguing on Twitter. Um, that's, that's my, that's my goal. Someone said, bro, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what you're sorry for, but you're forgiven. You horrible person for whatever you did. Thank you for apologizing. I'm not even aware of what you did, but I'm sure it was terrible. Thank you for repenting. Someone said, I love having a hot wife. Uh, I hear you, Jay. Thank you for the super chats, by the way. I see you give a lot of super chats and your boy appreciates it. Trust me. You're not throwing pennies at me like that Swedish boy. He's like, here, take a dollar 76 from Sweden. I'm like getting hit in the head with coins and stuff. I'm like, ow, dude, stop. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was so funny yesterday he's like giving me like 20 chronos he's like talk about the israel lobby i'm like for two for one dollar 76 uh cents you want me to have smear articles written about me calling me anti-semitic get your bread up if you want that come on that's worth at least 20 you know don't be throwing chronos at me that was hilarious now I, I just thought that was that was hilarious it's, it's fine i'll take i'll take whatever i could get at this point you know anything anything is better than nothing any plans on working with Tyson and Bryson again? I've never worked with Tyson James, uh, but I would. I would do a song with him if it were the right song. Uh, Bryson, I would do a song with again. We just haven't talked about it. I've never met Tyson in person, but I know him and Bryson are friends, and I think we we, we follow each other on Instagram. Uh, I thought his song with his son, he he like I think he might have ghost wrote for his son. But did you guys see that? Like Tyson James's son was like uh, rapping about like transgender stuff. And it went crazy viral because his son's super young and he's got bars because his father's got bars. I thought that was pretty, pretty fire. Like, obviously, a lot of people got upset by it, but I was like, 
I saw it get like millions, tens of millions of views. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that kid's a bigot. And I'm like, uh, you can call him that either that or his father's just super Christian and you know, doesn't give a shit, which I enjoy. I enjoy that type of content for sure. Um, but yeah, I would, I would collaborate with them for sure. Would I work with NF? Yeah. If, if that were an option, but I don't think he wants to work with me. I, we don't know each other and you know, let me see. They censored it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. There's certain topics that they just censor completely. Isn't that interesting though? Like there's certain things you just can't say. You could say, I could, I could say like a cow is a giraffe. I could be like, Hey guys, did you know a cow is literally a giraffe? They're the same animal animal in disguise. And, and there'll be no fact check. There'll, there'll be no like little warning. You talk about any of the other stuff, either you get censored or they put a little warning. Like you, you're allowed to lie and make stuff up. You're just not allowed to question like the pharmaceutical industry. Um, you know, I would say the LGBTQ plus 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 A Z B B B B B four 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 five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve fifteen Z Z Justin Trudeau R L G Q Q Q plus community. Um I don't know. It's just like there's definitely um the relationship between Israel and American politics is a topic that will get you blacklisted, banned, and probably defunded from eleven thousand different angles. You know, there's certain I'm trying to think of other topics that get you in trouble. Um, I don't know. You guys probably know better than me. I'm trying to I, I'm like forgetting. Oh, global warming, climate change. Uh, you know, I would say opposition will, will get you in a lot of trouble in, in some some spaces. Um, yeah, someone said control is a sick track. Thank you. I'm trying to think the, the one line I had someone I, I went to see like the comments recently, like, uh, you know, I don't just stare at the comment section, but I wanted to see what people thought of that song because it almost has a million views now. And I wanted to see if people are still listening to it. But the song Bryson, someone like quoted my lyrics and was like, yo, that was fire. It's always good when people do that because I was like, they caught I'm trying to think what I said. Uh, my one lyrics, I said. Don't quote this song just. Don't quote this song. Just say a prayer to the Holy Cross. I flip like motocross because the news is faker than Photoshop. My flow is cold and hot. It's like Noah's Ark next to molten rock. So when I'm focused on being close to God, I can open locks. That's a fire line. And people go, like, oh, that's not that cool. It's like if you tell that to an MC, to a rapper, they're like, all right, that was pretty fire. Don't quote this song, just say a prayer to the Holy Cross. I flip like motocross because the news is faker than Photoshop. My flow is cold and hot. It's like Noah's Ark next to molten rocks. So when I'm focused on being close to God, I can open locks. Big Pharma must be lobbying rappers because they be telling you to get injected. Partying after the kids are dying from the fentanyl while popping the Xanax. And I don't want my friends to die, but this be part of this chapter. That's why I flip the script, hit a drip, get a grip, sedative, chill. Think smarter, drink water, ink ought to sit on a quill. They want black to keep the cycle on and white to hate themselves. So can't you tell they want us both in camps and both to stay in jail? Don't let us fail. I can't bow down to them. because Me and Bryson got to perform that song one time at like an event. That was fire. That was fun. So clever, so simple. I don't think it's that simple, but maybe it's simple. I'm not like blue is blue. You're like, that's simple. I was like, that's not that simple. It's not that complex, though. I'm not like redefining technology or anything. Um, someone said Encore. 
I got a new song that I made with my little brother. That's super fire. I'm excited about that. I haven't wrapped it yet because I really think it's so fire that like it, it, it's it might be like my biggest song ever. I'm not really sure, though. It's hard to tell because like I don't know what people even like nowadays. Like I could do the most fire thing and it gets like five views and then I do something stupid and it gets like a million views. I don't know. Like if I put on like if I put on like a dress and a clown suit and I was like honk, 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 honky tonk. Honky tonk, honky tonk, tonky tonk, tonka truck, tonka trunk, honk, 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 honk. Like that would be like, that would probably like chart higher than like if I like crushed it with like a crazy complex flow. So I'm not really sure. And I'm not complaining. It's just like, I don't, you know, all, all music artists, unless you're like so big that you just blow up every time you drop a song, everyone's like trying to figure out like what, what, like what's going on. Like how do I make a hit nowadays, you know? Someone said I could open for trunk, trunk, trunk for that. Donald Trunk. I got that Donald Trump in the trunk. That's going to be a new like song. Like, I got that Trump in the trunk. And, my tr and people are like, yo, that's fire. Whatever. Just vote for him. We don't care. We'd love to see you and your little bro. We'll get it popping when the time's right. We'll get it popping. He's a good musician. Uh, I'm going to keep this under two hours. So we got we got six minutes left. Let's uh Let's make it count. Make it count. Get on a track with David Icke and call it Lizard King. Dude, I would I, I would do a David Icke track for sure. I'd get in a lot of trouble, but you know, sometimes trouble could be fun. I, I name dropped David Icke in my one song, Bioweapon. I said, I'll, I'll rap that whole verse for you guys. All right. I said Bioweapon. I and I dropped this song April 20th, 2020. So I was locked in my house and I was like, Listen, I'm not going to be locked in my house and not drop a fire song about a bioweapon. Obviously, I got to do that. So I dropped it. I said, bioweapon viruses filled in my environment. Socialism coming. I ain't talking about the firemen. Y'all thought we were crazy listening to David Icke. Now the city's shutting down and you worry about your life. Don't give in to fear. Don't bring that round here. The devil needs it. That's why he won't let it disappear. I told y'all for years, celebrities are fake. They chopping off your foreskin just to rub it on their face. Think that's a lie? Look it up on Google. They brainwash your noodle while they rig the search on YouTube. I ain't even talking artificial intelligence. Got the evidence. The same puppeteer controls the donkey and the elephant. Flow like an animal. They try to say I'm a radical because I'm cool like Barry Manilow. They be some cannibals doing rituals. It's magical. Taking money out your capital. Yeah. Predatory loans. Taking out your home. Take a vaccine. Chill. I don't want a pill. This is not a drill. I don't want a chip. I don't want a deal. I be independent. I like my amendments. I don't want to bend it. I don't want a sentence. I be on a vengeance. I will not regret it. All my friends defenseless. All my friends protected. Yeah. They let the enemy get too friendly. Now, they now we quarantine like Julian inside the embassy. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. They sitting in their mansions looking at you like pray. Anyway, but uh, I forget. Every time I do that line about like the foreskin thing, people are like, what the hell? But like, they're like, that's fire. Literally though, on Ellen, they showed that they're, they're using skin serums from like chopped up Korean baby penises. Like I'm not, I mean, it's disgusting, but I'm just, uh, this is like really happening. So it's a weird line that you're like, why did he say that? But they're using the chopped up foreskins that they're mutilating your kids with. And they're like making skin serums out of that. And then they're using it for anti-aging properties. Who's going to rap about that if Anomaly doesn't rap about it? Anomaly, you suck. Stop lying to yourself. I'm fire. And if I don't rap about it, nobody will. So I got to keep rapping and talking about stuff like that. Because that's what you want in your rap songs, right? Everybody wants to hear about that when they're driving on the highway. It's okay. 
we got we got more more where that came from. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sandra Bullock, exactly. You guys got it. It was Sandra Bullock on Ellen. It's a creepy, cre- creepy clip. Anomaly represents hip hop culture properly. The funny thing is, too, is like I don't have like I'm I'm the I'm the ultimate not a victim. Like people will say, do you feel persecuted in the music industry? No. Have you like did I turn down deals? Yes. Did I not sign deals? Yes. Am I a victim of it? No. Have I had so much trouble doing music? No, I have. Ne- I, I don't have trouble doing anything. I don't have trouble with women. I don't have trouble with music. I don't have trouble with my business. Is it harder? Yeah, but I bring on the challenge. I'm not looking for the easy path. I'm not looking for the demonic like m- music deal. I don't really have problems. Like you know, there's there's a lot of my the whole reason I got record offers is because Jam Master Jay's kids knew all my lyrics. Literally, I met them one time at a party. And they're rapping all my lyrics from YouTube. They're like, dude, you're my favorite rapper. We got to take you to the label. Like Razkaz, if you guys don't know Razkaz, some people consider him one of the better MCs ever. We have a song together. He hasn't put it out, but it's fire. Like Razkaz likes me. I'm friends with Chip the Rip. We're going to do a song soon. Like I have people in music that like me and rappers that like me and well-known rappers and successful rappers. And then there's people who don't, and I don't care. It's like everyone's not supposed to like you. So I just like I could play this angle like it's it's smarter in conservative politics to be like I'm a victim. I, everybody's stopping me from making music and it's like I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care if they take my song down. I mean, I wish they don't, but I'm not it's not like I'm persecuted in the music industry. I never wanted to be what they are anyway. And people that work with me and like me are my friends and people that aren't aren't, you know? It's like it's that simple. It's like I don't need everyone to like me in the music industry. I got an engineer, I got producers, I got friends, I got rap, like I got bands. And then I, and then there's people that probably would never work with me and most labels would never sign me or anything like that. They just would probably try to silence me, but, uh, it's whatever, you know, it's not like a big to do. It's, it's, it's not like right or whatever. They're putting out weird music to the masses, but I, I don't know. Like people expect me sometimes to be like, yo, are you like, is it hard doing me? It's like, no, not really. You could just do DistroKid or TuneCore and you could put out your music for like $9. Although I use DistroKid now because TuneCore, they censor too much now. They're like censoring a lot of conservative rappers. Um, someone said they hate you because they ain't you. I don't know what they're doing, but I've any interaction I've ever had with label people was always so weird. They're always so like douchey. And I was a confident kid. Let's just put it that way. Maybe I didn't have the highest self-esteem, but I believed in myself. Um, they would always just treat me weird and i think it's like a humiliation ritual where they're like trying to like make you feel small so they feel important even when i was like 21 i'm like dude who are you you know what i'm saying oh you it's like you're not jay-z telling me this you're not kanye you're not anyone i respect you're some random guy who probably doesn't make me like i never liked people talking to me weird and that was always a red flag sometimes they try to like do things to see how you react and i've always had a chip on my shoulder i'm always like no like you know, I'd talk shit to them and then I'd never get invited back or something. They're like, I'm this guy. I'm the A&R here. And it's like, who are you? Like, I signed this guy. I'm like, who, who's that? I never like, you know, and then they're like, oh, screw this kid. Like, he won't listen to me. And it's like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not looking for advice. I'm not looking for someone to ghostwrite. I write all my own lyrics. Um, We could work together, but I'm not trying to be like your little pawn. All right, I'm up. God bless you guys. Appreciate you. 
Yeah, Jay-Z has fire music. I mean, his politics don't match mine, but like he's definitely a good hip-hop artist in my opinion. But anyway, I'm out. I'm keeping this under two hours. Appreciate you guys. Check out dreamrarebiz.com. If you want to sponsor my videos, I'm looking for a few that I could work with more long-term than short-term. Dreamrarebiz.com. I got a lot of emails yesterday. I appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, D-R-E-A-M-R-A-R-E-B-I-Z.com. I'm also doing social media consulting. If you have a business or a product and, and it's just not getting out there, but the product's good and it's ethical, but you're just not able to figure out social media, I'm your guy. I got you. Appreciate you guys. I'm out. Hey, what's going on my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies,